good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. OC. Yes, sir. In the building. Man. The final yes, word. Forget what you heard. Uh. So we got Tom Downey. Live like 95. I'm just calling into existence. We go figure. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) One way or another, Chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly the plane in the air like Law says. Same. Build a plane in the air. Yeah. I wish people could see what goes on behind the scenes. So, but hey, we try to get Tub in. Tub is trying to get in. I saw him change the title a couple of times, but listen, I definitely want the, can I call him the podcast OG, man? This is what I see when I see Tub. Y'all tell me what y'all think it is, man. I'm being serious, too. When I see Tub go, that's what I see, man. some glory hope. <laughs> the final word, Boss Cowboy Sports, Big Game James, Law Nation. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to all these channels. It's the final word. We're in the building. Yeah. And that is what my boy said. Mark Tarn. Hey, what happened? <laughs> it freeze. Murphy! It Come on, Murphy. There we go. I'm just... And remember... I'm just glad you claim blame me today. I'm just glad. That's all That's all I can say. You can blame me today. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, Murphy Law, won't you lean forward just a little bit? Just lean a little bit forward. Yeah, just, just, just lean, lean. Actually, lean back. Yeah, lean back. Lean back. That doggone Murphy try to take over, man. They've been doing this all day, man. Man, we gonna start the yeah, show. That mess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, it's crazy right up, now. Man. This Mur- is Murphy is tripping, dog. Like, golly, yeah, it's all yeah, wild. This is Murphy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Murphy, Murphy, Murphy is just trying to trip him. Yeah. So yeah, and we still trying to get Tom in. It's truly Murphy right now. Yeah, it's Murphy yeah. right now. Trying, Tom ain't trying to come in. The, I don't know what that was, but hey. It didn't give us it didn't give us our intro, man. But yeah. it's okay, man. Listen. Football. We ain't worried about no intro. So mm. check this. 
right, we got a lot. I hear the music though. Yo, that music go oh, hard yeah. though. Oh, oh no, we got the music. Set the we tone. Oh, okay. Man. I, and I'm still oh, okay. keeping my eyes out for. Tone. Okay, because I, I, I was going with the beat. I, I thought I was I was going about the singer their part. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> but we let's talk some football. That's what everybody oh. here to talk about. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. It's cut day. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a whole mm-hmm. lot that's going on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we get a chance to talk about that, and you know, and before we get started, Law, we never really talked to everybody, but what we saw in the Dallas training camps, so I want to kind of talk about that real quick. Yeah. Uh, before we kind of get into the show, because a lot of people didn't didn't see what we saw. Right. Sitting in right. training camp, what was your observations first, man? Um, the proper evaluation for as far as the wide receivers and as well as the DBs was not granted this year because of the lack piss poor performance of the quarterback especially the backup quarterbacks then when we was out there at the uh, training camp and we saw Dak Prescott get into the red zone he was four for four we started to see Aaron Parker catch the ball out of the sky we started to see Malik Turner say hey I'm here with the foot and all so uh, not to be pessimistic on it but just to be a realist on this uh, I think the Cowboys might have dropped the ball a little bit as it relates to the backup quarterbacks but outside of that, this team on the defensive side, I think that they got something on their front and as well as their linebacker core, as far as the positive part of it. Yeah, and I'll say what I saw, man, sitting up there watching training camp is, to me, I saw them actually weaning Dak up in a smart way Facts. because I did notice that they was targeting heavily Jarwin and Schultz, especially the last day we was there. And you know, when people was looking at his his percentage of throws, I would say about 70 to 80% was to Jarwin and Schultz. Mm. And to me, that's a great, that gave me a great indication of what they likely gonna do into the first half of the season, where they're not gonna try to go too far with him. And it makes me also think they gonna lean on the running game. Oh yeah, I mean, the running game will be the heart and soul of this team. And I'm looking for it. I don't want Dak Prescott to throw north of 30 times a game. No. Uh, right. I think a perfect soup or a mix for that soup would be 20 to 25 throws. And you put the ball in the belly of Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Those will be the, the great resources that the Cowboys can use. And don't sleep on 12 personnel. At first, we mm. probably thought about abandoning it. But now you got shoe Schultz, man. He look like a different animal. Say that's what I got of it is don't sleep on that 12 personnel, man. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there for the people that wasn't out there to be able to see it. Because obviously we had big game James and Law, you know, when they was out there in California. You know, but when they yeah. came to Dallas, I was able to put my eyes on it. But did y'all have anything on that big or O to OC? Whichever one to go first, I'm gonna push the button. Go ahead, OC. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, 12 personnel with the improved play of Schultz is definitely a viable option. There's so many things that you can do out of that offensive formation. Um, You have to account for the run game when you have two tight ends, which gives the inside third of the field some availability if they're playing zone coverage and if they're playing man-to-man and Cooper and our CD and our uh, Gallup can win one-on-one 
it's favorable matchups, right? But also to Law's point about scaling Dak Prescott up, once you effectively establish four to five yard runs, the play action off of that with the seam routes and with the quick out routes to your tight ends, it becomes tremendous at that point because you got linebacker sucking up. And so you really can pick a defense apart if you can win one-on-one from the offensive line perspective out of that 12 personnel. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I hope we actually see a lot of that, especially to keep um, a very, very aggressive Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense uh, at bay week one. Right. But, you know, it's been a lot going on today. Obviously, it was cut day. I actually looked around the whole league. I'm pretty sure you guys did too. And when I was looking around the league, right, and I was trying to see what was available, obviously you want to start with your own guys. So I'm going to kind of show a list of our own guys. I'm going to ask a general question as we're looking at this whole list. Did anybody give you some relief or did anybody cause your stomach to drop or did this happen as expected? Well, I'm going to jump in real quick. So a guy that actually did some good things in the preseason that I was surprised that they just released was Justin Hamilton. I was surprised they released him. Now, mm. I, I don't I'm not I'm not saying he's an A player, but I think he did enough, man, to make the team, man, with some of the plays that he did make and some of the push. And you got to look at the nuanced stuff and holding his gaps. I thought he did enough, man. So I was surprised mm. about that Justin Hamilton release, man. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that was one that stood out to me. Yeah, that was For devastating me. to me. Sorry. But go no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, big All game. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I flow off you with that uh, OC with the Justin Hamilton thing because he was second on the team. I made a post. He was second on the team with uh, eight pressures and six hurries, and he was really pushing that pocket. Uh, but somebody that I kind of felt like it could happen, uh, but I was didn't want it to happen was Rondell Carter. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like he did a lot to definitely did. He led the team in pressures with 11. Um, I think he led the team. He tied with hurries with six. He was very active in that backfield. I like his activity. He could he could slide inside. He could slide outside. That's one of the reasons why they got him because of his versatility. And he was constantly, you know, trying to. He was definitely just putting pressure on that pocket. Now I understand why it happened because I think they given the nod to a Bradley and Nye because once again Bradley and Nye was a draft pick and Carter was not a draft pick. And since Nye's rookie season was pretty much wiped out it wouldn't really justify you just cutting him because you never really get to see anything from him. So it would make sense of why you kept a nine and why you got rid of Carter. But hopefully I hope Carter can get back on that team because I think he can add to this team uh, in, the, in the long haul. He's another active body and he's a versatile player. Yeah, man, and I'm looking at the chat, man. Everybody basically agreeing with y'all, man. We seeing pretty universal Hamilton, right? And then we seeing some Carter. You know, the guy that gave me relief that they had a contingency plan with the injury reserve was Tristan Hill. You know, because then that, to me, that gives him time to go ahead and get his extra healing in because we lost him, but a guy in the trenches, we might need that guy to heal just a little bit more, especially with the absence of Gallimore. So that did give me a little bit of, <clears throat> whew, you know? Yeah. I, but I you know one. what, boss? But you know what, boss, not to cut you off, but that's what the disappointing part of with me is with Tristan Hill, because you see Blake Jarwin, who had the injury before Tristan Hill. And I think, you know, uh, Mike Whitehead brought this up. He had the injury before Tristan Hill. Right. But he's out there week one. 
You get what I'm saying? He's yeah. out there week one and he's ready to play. Right. Tristan Hill had to tore, tore his knee up after it was like week four. So he had a good three weeks of his injury after Blake Jarwin, but Blake Jarwin is on that field and active ready week one. Tristan Hill is out there on IR or the PUP. That's just disconcerting because now you have a Gallimore who's hurt. Tristan Hill would be perfect if he was in shape. You got a rookie in Osa who we love, and definitely I feel like he could trending to be a star in this defense, but he's still a rookie. You had a second year playing Tristan Hill if he was right, that's a great mixed combo until a Gallimore comes back and then you're feeling great with that rotation. So right now, Tristan Hill being on injured reserve PUP is just a frustrating part for me because he needs to get it together, in my opinion. You think so? Because you think it could be discipline. Yeah. I, I want to ask you guys I, I, a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Big. Now, I want to ask you guys a quick question. What do you guys think about Carter? Because when I watch Carter practice at the a tremendous burst in first step i see a good athlete there and he was a guy in my opinion that needed another year to cook and they waved him right so what does that say about the confidence that we have in our backup pass rushers do we feel like that bradley and i is the answer that he will come in and be very very productive i i think he will but i think a guy like carter he's so inexpensive second year first uh did we wave him too soon um, with, with Carter, you know, he oh, had a lot see, of raw reason. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no go no. ahead, Law. No, ahead, I was Law. gonna say with Carter, he had a lot of raw raw talent coming out of JMU. But uh, you know, sometimes when you are labeled as such, you you got that label, and it's hard to get off of that labeling with the short arms, a guy that can get yeah. off the edge, and it's hard to erase that. Sorry. And Bradley and I, you know, he was a drafted pick that they probably looked at it and said, man. We want to see him live up to his potentials. We got a chance to see Carter do his dance last season, but they are hoping, they are gambling, that he can clear this waiver situation. And from what I'm hearing, that they're going to bring him back as well as Justin Hamilton. So the sun is not set on those guys. They are just doing the riverboat gambling right now with him. I don't like okay. that gamble, though. I don't, I don't like that gamble because – I think Carter, in my opinion, now I, I love what Bradley Nye brings as far as his pass rush moves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he knows that because when you look at him, he's not the greatest athlete. He's not a bendy guy. He really has to use his smarts really to get in that backfield. And he has a good repertoire of pass, move, pass rush moves early. I've seen some of his moves. You can see he was moving with the, working with Demarcus Lawrence. But I, when I look at Carter, I just see more upside with him. And just like what OC said, I feel like if you kept on staying with him and staying with him, he could be a good player. Remember, y'all signed him to a, one of the highest contracts y'all had as an undrafted free agent last year. He went to the Colts because he wanted to play. He comes back to y'all. To me, that was a gift. Then you still cut him because you're bang, uh, betting on a nine. But here's my thing. If Basham and Dorrance Armstrong are healthy, and I ain't seeing that field. Facts. It's a war of attrition. Yeah. 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 Oh, hold on. A little bit premature. Just a little bit. Say that again, OC. I just thought that the Carter was kind of questionable because you're banking on depth that – I don't know that we have that proven debt right now to cut a good athlete. But to your point, Law, definitely has short arms. But, man, that guy. And when you get in games and need to make plays, man, on that defensive line, I like athletic defensive ends that can bend well. You know, and, and I, you know, like I say, it's a 50-50 proposition. But it's just a question and something I want to toss up to you guys. Hold on real quick. Um, 
I do want to kind of turn the corner real quick because I got some good stuff sitting here, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. So mm-hmm. just go, you know, because Tom might come in at any second. So it was one thing that he talked about I want to turn the corner on too. And he was talking about the Cowboys that released veteran safety Darian Thompson. It's Todd Archer, of course. According to our source, could be back soon or at least on the practice squad. And then Tom, I was going to talk to Tom about this, about it being on this projection. But I want to kind of talk about the safety a little bit. And also, obviously, on the final word, we got some more opinions on that. Because we saw Marcus Mosher, who was also on the final word before. He said, now this one I'm a tad shocked about. Seems like they decided to keep the young kids instead. I like it. So I want to kind of turn the corner a little bit on that because I know we can hit, like, we can get real heavy easily on Carter and Hamilton. But then as safety, it's kind of getting interesting to me. Well, I mean, me, me personally, it feels great because <laughs> I think we all were sitting there watching – sitting there watching are they going to cut darian thompson and i'm i'm not dissing darian thompson please darian thompson you listen i'm not dissing you but i'm just saying we was all watching we was all watching we was watching, is it cutting it, are you keeping curse or are you keeping thompson that's what we was looking at yes we and was. then we heard we was like okay we're gonna know if dallas really turned the corner a little bit if we see these type of little things right we know that right because we know how dallas is we know dallas keeps these same players keep them in the building the good old guys that no that got to go if they trying to win championships that good old boy stuff gotta go and you gotta play these best players oh we know curse was better in the preseason it was without a doubt Boss changed my mind. Never said he was sorry. I just said I was a little, little suspect in coverage. But the way they have been using him, I loved it. So I said, hey, Boss, you right. Let's keep Curse because I like how they use him. He's better than Thompson. He's been better. People been better than Thompson. So guess what? We finally see it. We see Curse right there. So now we like, okay, we're feeling good. And we're seeing that young boy, Mukamu, we saying, do not cut this kid. We don't care. Don't play around with him. Don't play waiver game with him. You keep him on the roster. I love it. And guess what? Whether we like it or not, Dallas got some playmaking safeties that we've been clamoring for for a long time. They can say what they want about Casey, but he was a playmaking safety in Dan Quentin's Dan Quinn's defense. And we've seen when Malik Hooker is healthy, he's a playmaking safety with size. So they got two free safeties, one with a little bit less size, one with size, but they both can cover ground, and that's what the Cowboys have been missing. So I really feel great about it. It's getting me excited because they finally doing something that we ain't seen them do in a long time. Preach! Yeah. Hey, listen, man. Uncle, I gotta listen. I, go I, let, 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 let law, law chomping at the bit, man. Let, let, no, let, let Law go. go ahead, law. I'm gonna lead to Law. I know exactly how to get to Law. Watch this. Right, this right. gonna go right to Law. Watch this. All right. To big game James Point. Same thing. I said, watch the play out of Kennedy and Rush treatment this final week. It will tell us if the Dallas Cowboys culture favors true competition or their pet cat. Different people, same point, right? Mm. And since we're talking about safety, Law said this. He said, people laughed at me when I gave my analysis on Andre Sisco and Jamar Johnson, right? And we go to, because I'm going to get your point, Law, uh-huh. but I said the exact same thing, man, because people was laughing at me too. And I put them top in our God. So, Law, mm-hmm. here we come. It's all on you, man. I want you to sum up whatever you're seeing on that safety with Thompson 
as well as your prediction on Jamar Johnson and Cisco. We yeah. we gonna go ahead and pat you on the back for that. <laughs> what you got on that big homie? <laughs> well, well, you know, we've been looking, we've been wanting safety play for a long time. And the Dallas right. Cowboys thought to, them, thought to themselves and said, let me just go out here and grab the Monte KZ. Oh, let me fiddle faddle around and grab a Malik Hooker. But mm. we had some guys that was in this draft that could make an impact, that could play their sure free did. range, and as well as can cover grass and ground or what have you, and not afraid to be an impact player year one. Now, I will say this. Granted, we got a DeMonte KZ and a Malik Hooker. Yes, that's kudos to them. Now, Makamu, I think that he will bring in some element to the table, but it will be farther on down the list. But those guys that you just mentioned, Cisco released the dragon. He's good as long as he don't release it, right? And then on top right. of that, Jamar, man, we've seen how he played out there on the field when it was time for him to cover grass. And I know he's not the best tackler out there, but hell, that's what your linebacker is supposed to do. That's what your front four is supposed to do. You're looking at somebody that you can groom and develop. I digress. I like the Okay, but hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Law. Go ahead, talk to Hold up, Law. So I want to bounce off both of y'all. I'm not saying what y'all saying is wrong about those two safeties that y'all talked about. Mm -hmm. Not saying nothing is wrong with y'all saying. But at the same time, I bounce off and say this. Yes, they didn't get them guys, but what we're seeing is seeing, we're seeing in preseason. It's not the regular season. We're seeing what we're seeing in preseason. So we got to taper that a little bit because even though we get excited, even with Michael Parsons having this great rating, it's still preseason. We got to see what he's doing that regular season. You know, at least you've seen Malik Hooker play in the regular season. You've seen DeMonte KZ play in the regular season. And you see him being productive, especially when they're healthy. So even though we may have got them youngins, like you said, at least we got a developmental guy that can sit behind some playmaking safety so he can learn, learn the game. So I like it in that aspect. So we may have missed out on them, but we still got guys that are still young. They're not 30-year-old, 32-year-old safeties. They're still in their mid-20s. So that's still good for Dallas. And it's cheap for Dallas, too. Right, right. I'm yeah, not I'm not selling right selling here. what we got. I, I, I absolutely yeah. like the fact that we were a little aggressive and risky with uh, DeMonte KZ and Malik, uh, Malik right. Hooker uh, so that those guys can pretty much train up Israel. Now, Israel said to himself and also Instagram that he don't want to play safety. But when coaches tell you to play something, you just hush your mouth and you get out there and play it, basically. He really wanted to compete on the cornerback role. But that's the story of a different day. All we waiting for now is, yes, Kirsch is going to be out there week one. When are we going to see my dog, Donovan Wilson? Will they play this injury situation? Will that be uh, a handicap for him? Will we not see – because – I think one of you guys was talking about that he missed out on on practice as far as that knee. You know, when the, when the season, the, uh, the I guess what you call that, the um, voluntary training or what mm-hmm. have you, he missed out because yeah. of the knee. Yeah. And now he got a groin. And I'm not saying that that's, that's going to be something that, that is connected to two, but coaches write a mental note on that. And just like what Church said, that when the last time we had the show, Church said, hey, yeah, it's weird seeing uh, uh, Donovan Wilson sitting back comfortable. And this is only his, what, second or third year, what have you. So it's going to be some, something to think about. Will he be able to keep his play on the field if Javon Curse 
Is it J. Ron Curse? I meant to say, if J. Ron Curse plays lights out, will he get a chance again? Who knows? Um, I think the Wilson situation will actually work itself out when we get into games. I think when we get past game three, game four, mm-hmm. the injury won't be an issue. We'll see him. I think that Curse is more of your athletic type safety that you can play in the box. Um, is he your best cover guy? Absolutely not. Nah, yeah. But you've had enough to me so far, based upon the preseason performance out of a young secondary and some guys that you brought in. Casey, I like in particular. I think in the regular he's going to turn up hopefully hooker stays healthy if he's healthy or can give you at least 11 or 12 games which is kind of what i think he'll do you'll be fine there mix that in with your youth i really like where the cowboys are right now in terms of the mix and match and then what they did on the cuts i have no problem with it whatsoever so that's where i'm at with that right now and shout out to uh, lee jean 254 uh, appreciate it. He says this. So to y'all boys, love listening to y'all thoughts. All eleven rookies making it got me thinking. Are we good at drafting? Anybody want to take that? Or is this not a talented team? He finished it with that. Okay. So he said, "Are we good at drafting, or is this not a talented team?" That's what he threw at us. That's um. So tough. this is what I this this is what I think, Lee Jean. This is my opinion. And I'll kick it off, man. I think that it's a hierarchy with with NFL organizations. It's clearly a hierarchy, right? You have veterans, you have draft picks, you have free agents, right? Like that's the hierarchy. So if I think about this, think about guys in the building, right? Think about if right. the scouting was your job, right? Think about that, right? Are you gonna say that you made a mistake on a guy that you? stood up on a table on draft day I don't care if it's the seventh round and you yelled for you're absolutely not he just needs to develop no that guy needs some more time no we can work with that guy you see the raw ability I'm gonna accentuate the positives right I'm not gonna say no this free agent right here this free agent no he's clearly better than this guy like no you're foolish you wouldn't so I mean, that, that's just not how the game works right any manager that hires anybody let, let's presume Let's presume that Law was my manager, right? right. And Law hired me, right? Law, Law is going to give me every piece of rope he can to prove that he was right in his decision. Yep. Before he's before when the pressure comes, if I'm if I just suck win and I'm just horrible and it's obvious going to be forced to say, "You know what, guys, you're right. Charles, he's just not working out." But until that time comes, no. He's going to be my champion because he was an advocate advocate for me, and that's how this game works. I think you could though, OC, but it would take leadership making it okay, making it an environment where they emphasize that, listen, when we drafted these guys, we all made our best assessment. Now the grass got us inside and it starts over. If you make it okay as an environment, then they could, but likely that's not the case. Yeah, that's ideal world. Yeah, that would take, I mean, epic leadership to where they really get make it an environment to where you can admit we got it wrong but even then to your point it's gonna be major temptation to ride with your own judgment because we do that for free right <laughs> we we have pride for free so how much more when you standing you know in in frisco in them ivory towers in that beautiful you know location man you're gonna be tripping to be right <laughs> Yeah, that's just the case. It's just the only the major concern to me is I'm always speaking on experiences, man. Um, Just because you got a Ferrari or you got a new whip or what have you doesn't mean that you can just drive through the city 
and know where you're going if you don't have the GPS. And this is what the new guys always appears to me. They, they are the yeah. new car. Ooh. They are the uh, flashy. Everybody looks at it and say, oh, I can't wait to ride in a new car. But there will be some growing pains. That's what I want Cowboy fans to understand. Just like everybody is high on uh, digs right now. But if you go look at his stats last season, he gave up over 1,000 yards on the ground or through the air. So that is not something that you would really want out of your other rookies. Now, granted, we gambled and we we won off of it because he's now approaching that dog mentality. Let me get my dog growl over here. But the thing is, are we willing to wait for week five, week six, week seven, week eight for the defense to turn his corner for those rookies to get the jelly bellies out. OC, you know how it was your first game in college, right? You had those butterflies everywhere. And, you know, but you might have said to yourself, I can't wait to get out there on the field. But those butterflies were still there. That's exactly what's going to happen with these rookies. And I'm not trying to count them out, but the Cowboys Mm. better do a better job of bringing in some good talent. Just like if you see with this front four, don't wait till it's too late. Call Geno Atkins now and say, hey, we got a cup of coffee for you. Go out there on the markets. Go out there and find another veteran guy that can help out this secondary. Don't wait too late because the moment we look at Jordan Lewis or Anthony Brown, although those are the guys that have been here before, their eyes going to be big when they line up against Chris Goodwin. Godwin. They are going to be big when they line up against Mike Evans. You see, you see, what, I'm, you see what I'm saying? See where I'm going? I digress. Totally. Totally. Hey, real quick, I got to take this cover I got to take this cover because my boy Radio covered here, man. He been messy. <laughs> Listen, y'all check this out, man. We going to segue with this one, too. Check this. My boy say, what up, Jabril Cox fans? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. I mean. Okay, yeah, go ahead, big. I mean, that's you anybody. If you said you quick. If, if you if you said you liked him, the only thing you didn't like about Jabril Cox, I said it, was his tackling. That's the only bad thing that he, I thought he was, was, was he was not going in and taking the tackles. He was whiffing on tackles, running around them. But guess what? He showed a lot of different, different in this preseason. Um, you know, people. A lot of people were saying that he may not get no tick. I was looking like he may not get no tick because we were not seeing anything in training camp with him or nothing. But he's come on quickly. He's adapted to the game very quickly. That's a plus for Dallas, if anything, because now you feel better with your linebacker depth. You don't want to have to go in there feeling like, wow, if this person goes down, where are we at now? You feel good him catching on. So I definitely like that. What's going on with that? But my, I have a concern with. Uh, I don't know if anybody's talking about it. Maybe it might not be a big thing, but Leo Collins with this neck injury. Mm. I mean, he already had a, this little neck injury, and then he missed practice with a stinger. And, you know, I don't care what anybody says. That's a neck. That ain't an arm. That ain't a leg. That ain't a foot. That's a neck. And you're an uh, offensive tackle. And, OC, you should know this. If you're an offensive tackle, you your neck, you're having stingers. You get had a neck injury. Now you got a stinger. Um, them defensive ends are coming putting pressure on you so I think it's going to be affecting that next so I do have a little bit of concern with that and I want to see how that plays out So yeah big so uh, go ahead boss because Radil still at it man he said <laughs> it's the basics of football blocking and tackling alright absolutely so Renell. absolutely 
So I want to just ask a question, and I'm not being funny or nothing. Did he do enough? Like, really, did he do enough, right? Because I think he was headed in the right direction. I think before that last preseason game, you could start making the case of him getting on the field now. You know what I mean? But then when he closed out, it wasn't as good as his first three. You know, but we can say he's way better at tackling. But did he make the case to actually start pushing himself on the field at linebacker? The jury's so. out on that, boss cowboy. Yeah, I I the jury's I still out so. on that. I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you can declare that he he's on the field based upon his last performance. We knew that he's a great tackler, and I said this way back in the draft that he's gonna need a year or two to really develop into a really solid tackler. Where he excels is in coverage, right? And here's the thing that we know historically: you don't necessarily have to be a great tackle if you are even a semi ball hawk, and that guy makes plays on the football, and that's nice. ultimately why you drafted him for flexibility and all that so at the end of the day you know what i'm saying i think this is gonna be the case with him he was a third round draft pick so back to the hierarchy conversation he's not getting cut all right so just you know that that's that's off the table but in terms of playing time i think he's gonna have his opportunities guys i think he's gonna have opportunities in the regular season and based upon how he plays in those opportunities and those scenarios will dictate his future reps that's what i think the fans also pushing for this. Steve, he going back to what Big Game James was talking about. So we go pivot because we go talk yep. about what they want to talk about, if that's okay, fellas. Yes, they want to yes, talk sir. about that thing. I think um, Big Game James really opens up and up something. Can you expound on that? Like what's going on, Liel, if you ever suffer from that, from an offensive line standpoint, yep. a tackle? Yeah, I've, I've had a stinger before, and a stinger is just a feeling to where it's all, it, it's basically a pinch nerve, all right? So pinch nerve, it stings on your neck, goes into your shoulder, can go down kind of into your arm and hand a little bit, and it makes, it, it gives you a burning sensation, and it can give you a temporary loss of feeling, right? Mm. That's what it is. And so typically, is it a long-term injury? No. Typically, a stinger is not a long-term injury, right? It is something that with a little bit of treatment and rest, you can recover from normally within one or two weeks. So I don't think it's a huge issue with Leal, but to Big Game's point, my concern has been Leal Collins' play this preseason. Oh. Uh, and some of the things that I saw him do out there, man, I, I don't like, man. I think that Ooh. his hip is not as strong as it needs to be. I don't see him sitting down on pool rushes because he's a power player. So if you're a power player that's losing power, Can I have you a concern. power player? Because, you know, you assuming we know, but I know. Got it. <laughs> Let me break it down. So a you power player, it, yeah, so a power player is a guy, a guy's game that's predicated on strength. That's predicated on the ability to stop you whenever you run into him or either to grab you and throw you back and push you back. Think about Larry Allen. If you guys remember great offensive lineman, he was a power player. He was a pure power player with great quickness, too, but just really an extreme power player. He just dominated and broke the backs of grown men. It didn't matter how it's like you fight it and you try, you still die like those Scarface uh, rap song. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So he, he was a guy that just would break your back. So Lee L. Collins from the guard position, when he first came into the league, he was a guy that would come off the ball and just break your back, right? 
he would just obliterate you, push you five yards off the ball. And so now what you're seeing from the right tackle position with the hip and also with maybe some weight concerns, and I don't know if this is Russ or just where he is, but I see him giving up ground and getting pushed back, and I don't see him extending the punch and also shuffling the feet through on his slide. A kick slider, you got to shuffle your feet to stay in front right. of the defender. I see him giving up the edge. And I see him not sitting down. If you get bull rushed as an offensive tackle, which you have to do, you have to have the strength in your legs and back to actually absorb the blow, sit down, and keep the guy from pushing you back. And I don't see, I haven't seen Leal do that on practice tape. I haven't seen him do a great job of that this preseason. So more than the stinger, uh, big game, James, that is what kind of has me concerned a little bit about Leal. So I've got my eye on that. Hey, hey, hold on real quick. Real quick, just a Yo. couple of super chats. Super, the ninja said he ain't gonna be able to participate tonight. We got you, my brother. Just he said he go running back, and then Coach Mars. We gonna come back to that thing, ain't you, Law? I just want to get these super chats in because putting them first. He said, uh, "Question, fellas, are we physical enough mm. on offense and defense to go in hostile territory and a big game? I'm concerned about it. Whenever you say big game, I agree with him." <laughs> I agree with you. He asks, "Are we physical enough? Are um, we physical?" No, no, we're not. Ooh, go. go. I mean, I don't feel like we are right now. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm gonna just be honest with you with this Tampa Bay game. I mean, I don't feel great about it. Just me. I don't feel great about it because number one, I don't feel like I feel like this defense is gonna be good, but not right now. I feel like it's not ready right now. And it's coming into week one. And, yeah, we got a lot more speed, and I love that. And, yeah, we can fly to the ball. But like you was talking about, boss, do we feel good about Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis starting? I don't. Right. And and I, lo I love Diggs, but Diggs gives up plays. Let's not – let's keep it real. Diggs is a cornerback who can get plays. He's kind of like the Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters give up plays. But he, he's a playmaker, too. So you'll kind of be like, well, we'll deal with that. We'll deal with him giving up bad some plays because we know he can get, get interceptions. Trevor Diggs is going to give up some plays. You feel me? So I don't think the defense is going to be there. And when uh, my guy uh, Marvin, uh, the coach, asked that, I don't think we power football right now in the offensive line. I feel like it's still in flux. I'm still, just like OC said, concerned with that stinger and then with the play. Tyron Smith is coming back, but he has some elbow tendonitis already. The whole line ain't really played together. We ain't really showed power football in a while, y'all. So, yeah, I don't think we are power football, and I am concerned about that, especially going into hostile territory week one. Yeah, I'm and I, I'm, let, me, let me echo this, what Big Game James is lamenting over there. Uh, it's a mindset that you got to establish, and that's something mm. that you just can't pick up overnight. Let's let's mm. be real. This is a chess match. Don't don't look at the players. Look at the chess match of Todd Bowles, who never sleep. Mm. Y'all say, "Law, man, you don't never sleep." Todd Bowles don't sleep. Uh. he don't sleep. And mm. he's gonna look at Kellen Moore. He said, "You got me going up against Kellen Moore versus Todd Bowles." And what Todd is gonna do is he's gonna play this chess match with him. And when you're talking about power football, what coach is saying that that goes all the way back to the to the beginning. The game is won in the trenches. The Cowboys were playing musical chairs just a couple of weeks ago with their center. And this is not me talking fear unto you guys. I'm not scared of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but newsflash, 
we have no control of the outcome of the game. But we can tell you right now the physicality aspect of it, you talking about a young Tyler Biotish, you talking about a, a big question mark in a, a, what's this guy named, Connor Williams? Oh, we don't know who is going to be our right tackle right now. And you're going to say we're going to march up there in Tampa Bay and run the rock and match that physicality with that? I got land on the moon for sale. But there is a chance on this Cowboys defensive ah, side to get turnovers and take away. It's any given Thursday. So we'll find out when it happened. But let's just be real with it. The physicality is something that you established a long time ago. But go ahead. You you know, there's something that I do with my son's uh, eighth grade football team, guys. Mm-hmm. And it's called Bull in the Ring. Right. Which is an old school tackling, hitting drill where you just basically lay on your back, toss the ball, turn around, and up the person that knocks the other person down wins. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I see with the Cowboys is that I don't see how they practice in such a way to demand physicality and to demand the attitude and also the physical toughness to just line up and just dominate a man, right? That's not there right now. On the flip side, you know, you could have some Super Bowl blues, right? The Tampa Bay Bucks played deep into the season. They may not all the way be back in sync. Mm. And so you have that as an opportunity, right? With the first few weeks of the year with the team coming off a Super Bowl run. But if the Tampa Bay Bucks are sharp, coming into this game and i'll come out with a video but listen uh it's gonna be tough because they have a great offensive line uh they come off the ball man those guys come off the ball and they're extremely physical so we gonna have to grow up fast we got to grow up fast and 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 this is what i want to tell people uh, this is what this is what i want to tell people are we soft are we soft real quick oh yeah just are we soft uh, I think our training camps, we all been to all these training camps. Facts. And they don't really kind of put the pads on and really go at it. We know that, right? Right. It was So it's one of those things to where I think Dallas has a philosophy now. And some teams do. I want to mm-hmm. kind of play devil's advocate to everybody and y'all see if y'all can talk me off the ledge. We got 17 games now. Right. So I think some of these teams are saying we want to put our physicality, even though we would be starting slow, we want to kind of run this thing to the end. You know, now we can debate whether we agree with that, but that's I think that's what Dallas is doing. Um, I'm not saying I totally agree with it, but at the same time, I can see why. And you can clearly see that we have put a lot of people on the shelf. Like we didn't pull our Jarwin too late. Right. right in terms of practice we didn't pull out Dak until late we didn't pull out cooper to late we didn't put out law to late not law yeah uh, <laughs> right <laughs> yeah lawrence i just said law he wasn't saint late though. See, law was late though but but I, but i'm saying you know it's it, it could it be smart later but dumb in the beginning it, it, could it be that Ah, boss cowboy, boss cowboy. You you bring up a good point, man. And I, I and I'm gonna be, I'm a I'm a split hairs on your point, right? Okay. When you have a young team, right, and mm-hmm. when you're trying to develop a young team, you need a lot of reps, right? You rest veteran players, 
but rookie players need a lot of reps, a lot of contact, in my opinion, to get caught up to speed in terms of what they need to do in this league, right? right. Because it's like they're freshmen, right? They're freshmen coming into the league. Right. So you need a lot of work there. You can be smart with your pro bowler and veteran player, so it's a mix to it. But overall, here's my problem. I think the culture is not said that we want to dominate a man beat him up, establish our dominance on people. The culture doesn't say that. So when you play against the Pittsburgh Steelers, as an example, and the culture there is physical football, and it doesn't matter if we're only physical for 10 plays, right? Plays, when we run team, we're going to be extremely physical, and we go lay it out on everybody we go against, right? It doesn't have to be 50 plays. It could be 10 plays. We got 10 plays on inside run. Full speed on these 10 plays, Perfect. and then we go take care of each other. You see what I'm saying? Perfect. So, therefore, you establish tempo and culture so that we know when it's live go, we go hard. And I think that's the issue. I think that's the missing point. Yeah, mm. and, and let, me, let me go into this right quick because I'm seeing a lot of fans that's in the comment box saying that you guys are talking negative. You guys don't have faith in the team. I got to give you guys this understanding where we talk like this. We are analyzing the game. It will be yeah. crazy and foolish for us to get up here and talk to you guys for an hour saying we're going 17-0. That's not realistic. I can't tell you guys that you're going to have an 800 perfect credit score by just being out there. No, you got to utilize some things. You got to purchase some things. You got to go through some things called credit history. This team, mm. as it Ooh. relates to what Kelly Moore is, he don't have a long stretch of credit history. Newsflash, can he purchase a win? Yes, we can go out there and get it out of the mud Thursday night. But what I'm saying is realism is a real thing. I'm not talking to you guys just to be com commenting and talking to you guys about this. I'm telling you guys the truth. It will be a dog fight. And you gotta Ooh. roll it up, you gotta roll up the sleeves. Pay attention to what Tom Brady do. He likes to catch you with your pants down, meaning that you, even if you are in a good, perfect run pursuit and your defense can stop the run, bam, I got him because he's experienced enough to say, okay, no huddle now. You see what I'm saying? It's a cat and mouse type of game. So on the flip side, on the deep, when we are on the offensive side of the coin and we're lining up shotgun and, and Todd Bowles call out a certain defense, Will Kelly Moore know how to wet the well, keep going to the what's bread and butter? Mm. We don't see Kelly Moore do that. When I said where we had red zone issues, newsflash, at one point of the time during preseason, Benjamin Anthony DiNucci was looking like the best quarterback out there on the field. Mm. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? I'm not yeah, saying that this team is trash, but I'm telling you guys realism. We had issues and troubles in the red zone. Now, Rain Dakota can fix that, but y'all asking Rain Dakota to walk on water. Y'all asking Rain Dakota to turn water into wine. He may not can turn water into wine, mm. but damn it, he better tell us, hey, Woo. you can get to the liquor store this way. So that's how we going to win this game. But let's stop being... Let's stop being crazy fans saying we going 17 and 0. And then when somebody call out the real, oh, all of a sudden we fake fans. No. Ooh, I get wait. up and walk away from here before, <laughs> I, before I lie to before I lie to kick it. You know, y'all want me to lie to kick it? I'm not feeling like that. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Hold on, y'all. This is so <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> this not why you're here. <laughs> 
Oh, but how you gonna act like that? Boy, that was the perfect set. Hey, but why, Murphy, but, but why you get a... What had Murphy Law acted? No, he... Ooh, that one should have worked right there. You know? so, 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 so look, just Ooh. real quick to Law's point, and I want to say this, and I'm going to kick it to you, Boss Cowboy, but look, hey, really, we're talking about physicality. Okay, I give up. I'm going to give you one of the keys to victory, okay? Here it is. Mm, boy, Law, physicality. Physicality. Because here's the deal against that defense. You're not going to be able to effectively run east and west with tall sweeps and outside zones and jets all games versus that defense. You know why? You know why? Yeah. They're too fast. They got Pro Bowl linebackers. They got Pro Bowl defensive ends. So the how you neutralize that, one of the key things you're going to have to do is be physical and come off the ball and hit these boys in the mouth. That's a key to victory. So there you go, right. guys. We teed it up. We gave you some secret sauce right now. That's <laughs> one of the keys to victory. There right. it is. So right. now you know. Right, right. And physicality. Big, you big quiet, That's man. what we go, talking bro. about, man. We talking about physicality. You. What you got? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I mean, I already said it. Right. I, I, hey, I mean, I already said it. Y'all just, y'all, basically, we've been a great basketball team right here, basically throwing alley-oops to each other and dunking on everybody. But it's the truth of what we're saying. I, I'm sorry. I, what OC is talking about physicality, that's a key to the game. I don't know if we're going to do that. Show show me, Cowboys. And uh, if y'all want to call me negative, if you want to, I don't really care. You call me negative all you want to. I'm going to say what I feel in my heart. And, dog, Tampa Bay, everybody like Tampa Bay, we're just going, oh, yeah, we're going to go in there and whoop Tampa Bay. Dog, they the Super Bowl champs for a reason. They signed everybody back. Let's, <laughs> let me repeat that. They signed all their starters back on offense and defense. So basically they saying we want another Super Bowl. So you don't think that they're not going to get up on week 1 at their house in Dallas. It don't matter if we was 0 16, it's Dallas. They want to whoop our ass. You know what? Yeah. So we got to go in there and understand that we got to go in there and play sound football, yep. mistake free football, yep. mistake free football. No turnovers please Cowboys cuz that might be the death of us. But it's going to really, honestly, in my opinion, that defense, I know it's going to be green, but it's going to have to get some turnovers, y'all. It's going to have to get some turnovers, a sack, a tackle for loss, a fumble, something that can keep us energized on that offensive end to keep us rolling. Because I think it's going to be tough sledding in the early beginning with our offense because I think that defense and that crowd is going to be rambunctious. Right, right. It's a big thing for Boss Cowboy <laughs> to actually say publicly that he drunk Kool-Aid. Listen, I do not drink Kool-Aid without first measuring. I just enjoyed that so much. And see, listen, so I think what people got to understand is when they listening to Big Game James, when you listening to Law, when you listening to OC, this is called measured Kool-Aid. Right. And you got to appreciate it. Like, you know, we know that if we want better ratings, we want to give you unlimited optimism. <laughs> just <laughs> unlimited, just don't stop. Y'all will watch all day long but when you come to the final word you dealing with the personalities that tell you the truth man and y'all see even us go back and forth bro that's right. why y'all gotta respect us because we keep it real even with each other we disagree we agree and then when we feel like we wrong we come around so people just gotta they said us. they can't hear you boss yeah, yeah. yeah they can't hear me turn up your value Oh man! All right, okay, cool. <laughs> so you see, so you you being uh, 
Billy D. Williams over there. B- yeah. Billy D. Williams, I do yeah. got the new hat, man. I do got the new hat, but I feel good about it. Too, 45. You know what I'm saying? Now, Coke check this 45. out. I'm going to change the subject, too, just real quick, because I know this what everybody want to talk about. Everybody want to talk about Mr. Cam Newton. Uh, Cam. Cam. Whoa, Cam. 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 The world won't know. Well, everybody's mad because he's not vaccinated. So I think. Uh, yeah, we got to you know. see. Big, perfect segue. Big with the perfect segue because we've been getting. <laughs> We've been getting news on that too. All day. Yeah, we've been getting news on that too. That's a perfect. When I say perfect, I mean perfect because see, here we go. So we got this from Patrick Nosey Walker talking about Cam. He said, I'm told that the Cowboys are ruling him out at the moment, but the accurate framing will be he'll be evaluated, discussed in the same breath as other QBs. The team is doing work on, not prioritized above anyone. Now that mistake, that that I don't, that don't make no sense. Why would you even say that? Like, why would you say he not prioritized? He should be prioritized. Now See, that statement is weird, but then he added, a, and yes, Vax is a talking point. Go ahead, Big. I, I, I see you. You at the bit? Go. I'm sorry, I ain't trying to chop at the bit, but that that does kind of. Why would you say that? Because no. I feel like that's undermining Cam Newton. You feel right. me? That's undermining him and his value. Bro. Like, okay, we get it. He's not the Cam Newton that took them to the Super Bowl. He's not that Cam Newton. But easy, people. Let's easy. not act like he's a bum in the streets. Stop okay, it. stop Ooh, acting like Cam it. Newton is a straight bum in the streets. He is not. He is not a bum in the streets. He is a good quarterback. He may not be that guy anymore. And I feel personally, when I heard it, I thought he'd be perfect with Dallas because of what the Dallas does. And he can hit them tight ends. You were just saying, uh, boss, with uh, Dak being able to hit uh, the Blake Jarwins and be able to hit the uh, Dalton Schultz. Cam doesn't really throw that accurate ball deep, but he he definitely can throw them slanting over the middle to them tight ends. They can be his best friend. Quick dump offs and Cam can run the ball. And guess what? As a backup, maybe he might be more apt to run because he knows his career almost over. What can he really save it for? So maybe he goes all out and does that. You can use him in packages. And I think Cam can win a few games. You get what I'm saying? So I don't know what people are tripping off trying to act like he a bum and Cooper Rush is better than him. Y'all, in my opinion, talking crazy, saying that kind of stuff, this dude would be an asset to Dallas. And I think people are talking about the locker room. I don't really feel like he would mess up the locker room. I, I feel like he would energize it in a way because of his personality. I think his personality would energize the locker room. And I think they would have a, it'd be a little bit looser in there. I like that. And I just feel like it'd be a good addition. And I hope maybe, you know, the Cowboys look at it. But like you said, uh, boss, I don't like how they said he's not prioritized like cam newton he ain't nobody yeah he a lot better than a lot of these quarterbacks y'all talking about right now that's backups if you're talking that route yeah facts facts (laughs) i'll pick it up real quick i'll say this because somebody asked in the comments they asked me directly they say are we sipping the kool-aid on this boss yeah we kind of because cam Mm. ain't coming to no dallas man Cam is not coming to sit behind a $40 million quarterback, even if we made him a good offer. He's a starter. 
And if you still trying to continue your career, you got to get out of Dallas and don't even look at Dallas. And Dallas is going to be one of the last places. If he come to Dallas, he's fully accepted you, that he's Hold up. Hold up. I want, hold up. Hold up. Awesome. I want me to cut you off. You think Cam Newton is starting for somebody else in the league right now? Not right now, but in his mind, he better believe in, in his future. Starter. Yeah, but in his mind, he may say that. But he, I don't think he's starting nowhere in the NFL no more. If, I mean, yeah, if, can, if I'm Cam, can. if I'm Cam Newton's rep, I'm saying, hey, I want to go to Dallas because that's what? Really, if I'm if I'm Cam Newton's rep because I'm gonna get all of the oh, publicity, you, you know, I'm gonna get all of the calls, yeah. and then we'll be like, hey, it's gonna be all over the airways, my name and everything else. But far as his back status being an implementation or, or, or a problem or something like that, hey, you know. If, if they ever asked me that question, he should have then in return and asked those people, are you circumcised, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's none of your god dog on business what my back status <laughs> is, you know? Uh, oh, excuse me. You know, it is what it is at this point. These players got to stand firm and stand tall on what they believe in, and that's just the bottom line. Screw this and screw that. If you want to play in the National Football League, you do what you got to do, but still at the same time, you be a man for yours and stand up for what you believe in. That's all I'm saying with Cam Newton. And if the team or the organization don't feel like they they, they don't want to go down that alleyway because of that, then, then kick rocks, find somewhere else to play. But that should be the play, from my opinion, from his agent. Oh, man, hold on real quick. Let's Keep think about this, though, boss and OC and, and law. When he got released or when he was let go by the Panthers, did, did Cam have a big market? No, and it never made nobody, sense. It was nobody dumb. was messing with Cam then. So if he just got released by the Patriots, what kind of market is he going to have as a starter? Good, I feel like me, them days are over. Cam, so bro. I'm like if you looking at – Dog. That's what I'm saying. That's why we got a scoop. Everybody's talking about oh, how we didn't get port. Gordon Minshew for the cheap for the cheap and Philly went and got him. This is an opportune <laughs> time to make up for that because I don't care, dog. Now me and you went back and forth, boss, about the right. Cooper Rush thing. You 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 got it because as far as him keeping the Gilbert, Gilbert, I feel still feel like the physical attributes were better with Gilbert than yeah. Rush, but Rush has a better mind. Right. But physically, he would get exposed. You need somebody as a backup like a Cam Newton, not a Cooper Rush. No doubt. Cooper Rush couldn't yeah. beat out the quarterbacks yeah, I, I, and Giants. He couldn't beat out those quarterbacks. Well, that's the story to be. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you know, facts, man. I mean, here's at the end of the day, man. I think that Cam Newton's mind is tired. I think his mind is tired. I think that yeah. physically he's still good. I don't see him as an NFL starter anymore. I see him as a solid backup quarterback. Now, to Law's point, no, I don't see him as a starter anymore, uh, boss. I don't. I think the man's mind is tired. I think that his will a little bit is broken in the sense of the experiences that he's had up there with Bill Belichick in New England, right? Because Bill Belichick only coaches a certain type of quarterback. He only coaches the coaches effectively a certain type of quarterback. And we know that, that type of quarterback. That type of quarterback is the quarterback he used to have and the quarterback that's starting for him now, Matt Jones. Right? So, in my opinion, I think that Cam Newton should take the first job he can get. If it's Dallas, fantastic, because that will give him a chance to be looked at as a starter if he ever gets a chance to come into the game. And for the Dallas Cowboys, it's not a bad deal at all. Because now, if, say, God forbid, Dak Prescott doesn't play all 16, you're not in a panic mode, right? We were straight panic mode, didn't know what we're going to do, thinking about losing the games and all that stuff, no, you right? The season now was we have over. a chance you to be competitive. You thought the season was over, OC. 
You thought the season exactly. was over, OC. As soon as you seen him OC hurt, we all we all this. Just hey, OC. <laughs> just like when Romo got Ooh. hurt in 2015. You remember when Romo got hurt in that Philly game? We said season over. That's what happened exactly. when Dak got hurt. It was like it was like season exactly. over. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So leave yourself. That's right. Leave yourself a chance to compete by getting a quality quarterback that's made Pro Bowls, that has been to the Super Bowl, that has put up big numbers, and that could come in and rally your team to loss point. So I think that that's a good situation if it could happen, right? I don't know if it will, but it's not a bad look for the Cowboys at all. So don't be on your Cowboys, I'm the man ego, right? If you can sign a dude, sign a dude and forget about the vaccination, man. People that got the vaccination are still getting COVID. So, I mean, you can't argue either way for that, man. That's a personal choice. People are getting COVID that got the vaccination and dying, right? And I know some, okay? So just like get off that, man. Vaccine choice, man. Vaccine, it doesn't matter, baby. You got to play football. That's what we're hold, here to talk hold about. Hold on so real anyway. quick. Hold on real quick, OC, because you said a lot there. Some of them had me mad, man. So he paused <laughs> might see a fake fight between me and you. <laughs> so I got to respect the super chat, which is on your point. We go address that first, but I'm going to remember what you said about Cal because I'm coming right back to put you in your nose for that OC. Uh, okay, come on. He said, uh, got to also remember Cam broke COVID protocols. What happens if he came to Dallas and causes the devil situation? And see, to the OC's point, the vaccine does not stop you from getting it or passing it. It only stops the, the 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 level of severity that it's gonna affect you with. It's not a deterrent to the spread. A mask is right. Practicing social distances that's a deterrent. But you can be vaccinated and still pass it, or you can get it. You know, so it's one of those things to where. Uh, if majority of your team is already vaccinated, that never should be a factor of employment. And we, everybody, to me, got to be careful. But the NFL we, is pushing that, though. Y'all know that. Kind of the NFL is pushing that. Mm. Yes, yeah, it's coming it's mean, all the way. It's coming it's all yeah, the way. I mean, yeah, they're pu they're pushing that. That's I don't I, I don't want to get into it because, you know, people be acting real yeah. weird about it. But yeah. to me, it, it's, it's not right how they're pushing it on right. the players because if we were at a job we wouldn't like our jobs coming at us like oh you got it oh guess what if you want to still work here you gotta get vaccinated you'd be mad as hell you'd Man. be just as mad as them players that outraged yeah. but so, but we get mad at the players for saying oh y'all need to get vaccinated but if they came at your job and said you do it you're gonna get mad so why you get mad at the players Right, right. Yeah, right. man. And, and, and I'm sorry, I don't want to get on the soapbox on this, but I'm going to say, man, it's like you are going to make the terms of somebody in employment that plays football based upon them getting a vaccine of long term data. Don't really know the long term effects it'll have on the body and say, here, because it's a pandemic, we understand that. But take this, put it in your body, take it. And we're going to make you take it. And we know, we know that COVID, if you study COVID at all, it affects the body. And I've been in medical 17 years. It affects your DNA, RNA, the fabric of who you are as a human being. It affects it. And so does elements of the vaccine. So listen, man, it's people's choice if they want to do that or not. All right. So get off people's back. Stop being a player hater and trying to turn this into Russia or something. This is not Russia, right? Mm. This is the United States of America. It's still a democracy. And you can't take away people's rights and force them to take vaccines that they don't want to take. Sorry, oh. that's it. I'm done. That just oh. made me mad. Oh, I'm not going to even fight you for that. Oh, 
Because I still can punch you on cam, but I'm not. That was just so cold. Law, you got something on that, brother? Man, man, y'all drink no, alkaline he's... water, do your push-ups, man, and eat health, healthy choices. You know, sugar kills a lot of people every year. And we still see, we, we see we see sugar sugary commercials all the time and people having a good time eating apple pie and everything else. So uh, let, let's just eat right. Let's do the healthy choices situation. Get, get vitamin D, sunlight, zinc, do your thing. Elderberry, baby, do your thing. But but it is what it is at this point. You know, hey, 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 man, we don't, we don't, we now talking science over here, baby. I love it, the anatomy hey, for the mind. But, but blinding me with science. Yeah, Bill Nye, remember Bill Nye, the science guy in the magic school bus? <laughs> yeah, we going to catch the magic school bus. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't want to get too technical, man. I'm sorry. I, I, it no, was you, tempted. No, I'm sorry. No, I, I couldn't no, read it. it, it no. No, 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 because no, it was cooked. He kept it real on that, and what he, I just, I'm disagreeing with him. I'm not. This, uh, we all got our own opinions, but I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm agreeing with OC with that because no, dog, no. Because I daggone sure wouldn't like that at my job, and a lot of other people wouldn't either. But we always crucifying athletes. It's like we always pointing the finger at an athlete, like they shouldn't do it. But if it got switched on us, we wouldn't want to do it. You feel right, what I'm saying? Right. So that's the double standard that we talk about. We always like this, 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 and this. But it's the real. If it was switched on us, and we're nah, nah, don't do that with me though. But he got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Nah, he ain't got to do it neither. And so, like, like OC said, get off that. That man will be all right. I ain't heard no players pass away. I, you know, get what I'm saying? So yeah. let's just let, let the man get on this. Dallas, do you do the, the right phone, thing, bro. man? I'm, I'm about to be like, phone. I'm about to be like, what, what's that? What's the damn movie? Do the right thing. Man, do the right thing. But OC, on that horn. I still want to fight you for what you said, okay? Bro, okay. Come on. Come, left, come on, Cletus. Bro. Come on, Cletus. See, you walk <laughs> over, but you let back. Did you back. see come Cam on. before he got COVID? Yes. Oh, so you telling me you saw that cam and said that cam was done? I'm telling you that Cam is mentally tired, and I don't oh, think you? that Cam. Process, I, I don't think that. Listen, 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 boss. Hold on, sir. I don't think that Cam mentally processes. I don't, there you go hitting the button. Anytime you start taking an L, you hit button. See, that's how you do. I know how you roll. Anytime you start taking an L, you go hit the buttons. That's cool. Cam does not mentally process and read defenses what? well, and he and, and he never has. Okay, Cam is not accurate with the deep ball. Okay, he had a that's great true. year like back I think in 2015, 2016. Year, right, he, he had a great year. But listen, Cam is a guy, man, that with the here's the thing about the quarterback position. Okay, let's just keep it real. You always got some guys that are coming into the game. There he is again. You always got some guys coming into the league that what? are pushing the envelope in terms of accuracy and in terms of playmaking ability. And so what that does, if you're a middle of the road quarterback, that pushes you steadily out of the league or into a backup role if you don't have a pro bowl performance. If you're not a pro bowler, and you're not tops in your division, the new quarterback class progressively in two or three years is going to push you out of being a starter. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what you're seeing with Cam Newton. I like Cam, but I'm telling you, his processing and his accuracy on a deep ball, man, kills you, man. It let, kills you. Let me ask you this, uh, DLC. If your life was on the line and you mm. had to pick between mm. Cooper Rush or Cam Newton to win that game, who are you going to pick and why? With, with, I'm gonna with, with pick everybody, with Cam. everybody healthy, with this exact same team, 
with everybody healthy. You got Lamb. You got Amari Cooper. You got Michael Gallup. You got 86 jo- Schultz. Ooh. And you got Jarwin. And you got Cam. Oh, Cam. Or you got <laughs> Cooper Rush. Who are you going to pick for four quarters to win that game? Listen, I'm about, if I don't have Dak Prescott law, no, no, of we ain't course I'm about that. Cam Newton. Yeah. What, what, that, okay, that, so, that, so that's, that's a setup question. That's, that's a setup question, Lord. That's a real setup question. question. That, that's, that, that's why you go get the best available player. It's time out for the Cowboys no. to be lackadaisy with this stuff. You go get the guy okay, that's going to okay. help us win and get to the Super Bowl in case. In case. Agreed. Dak Prescott. Agreed. Agreed. Well, if that's the case, Agreed. then, 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 then if that's the case, then law. Let me finish this one more thing. Okay. People all last season talking about the Washington football team was the greatest defense ever since sliced bread. They only won one more game than us. Could Cam mm. win one more game than what we won last season if he was under center? That's all I'm saying. Yes. Yes, law. Yes, law. Yes, law. I just don't want him as my starter. Oh, it's good point, Law. I just want sign him as a backup. There you go. Sign him as a backup. Oh, I swear. Sign him as a backup. I'm cool with that. I can't even do you right now. Wee. Can y'all Come on, please. More or do y'all want to go watch Hard Knocks? <laughs> oh, Hard Knocks. I mean, y'all can watch Hard Knocks. I ain't watched one episode yet. Already. Oh, All right, let's dig. Okay. That's so stuff let's dig boring, into this man. real quick. I got something else. Y'all, y'all people overhyping it. Man, yeah, cause it ain't, it ain't show, it ain't show. Not I mean, show. come on, dog. Like, come on. That first episode I mean, was the let's, best. Let's keep yeah. it real. Let's first one was the best. Let's keep it real. People that be on Twitter and be like, ooh, ooh, y'all sensationalizing it, man. Y'all know it ain't real. Y'all know y'all, y'all know y'all ain't real right now. Y'all know y'all ain't on Twitter. Y'all ain't real. Y'all ain't real on Twitter. Y'all over there. Oh, did you see that? Did you see what Michael Porter just said to him? Y'all lying. Stop your lying. Stop your lying. <laughs> lying. Boy, big lying like I'm lying. So y'all here lying. we go. So y'all check this y'all out. No, no, no. Check this out. I got some. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, no. listen, Murphy, Murphy, you were today. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Wait, we fit a talk. Oh, he about goes that. there. There he goes. Fuck, man. Here we go. Because out of all the available cuts, OC, can you break this dude down as you said? Because obviously we got the field breakdown of your segment, but Murphy got it. What you got on there? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, I mean, Desmond Trufant, man, obviously they're playing man here, and he's playing his area, and then dude threw the ball, tried to throw it out of bounds, and he gets a pick, gets an interception. So, great job by him doing what he needs to do. So, here he is at the bottom of the screen in coverage. And let's see how he plays this guy. Um, all right, they're making a check. He made a check. All right, here we go. So, here he is. And I don't like that he easily gave up the inside release, right? Want to take away from that? I know he did. Yeah, yeah, he gave up the inside release pretty easily there. Um, don't like that, but do like the recovery speed for him to go ahead and make the tackle upon catch, right? So, I mean, solid, decent coverage, but he could be better at taking away the inside release. Um, so here he is at the bottom of the screen again. Um, let's see what we got. Okay, yeah, he got Ooh. spun around right there. So that was <laughs> pretty bad, right? He got Ooh. spun around right there. But, but, don't but, show that highlight but, no more. <laughs> but but what you can see, what you can see is that he athlete. He's so he makes footwork mistakes, but he's well. Yep. He, he makes footwork mistakes, technical mistakes, but he does recover because of his athletic ability. But yeah, you don't want to see if you get spun around with an elite guy, man, that guy's gonna be gone. 
And so, yeah, there he is uh, defending the ball. Very, very good. Uh, very, very good, you know, defending the ball there, man. Uh, a pass deflected. So here he is uh, covering the slot receiver. Uh, you know, I don't like his technique, man, yeah, but you know what? Why you know, got his back turned? Bro, what do you do that for? Because he's doing a, what's called a hey, we, turn. These, are, these ain't highlights. These is low lights. These low lights. Get, but, get, get but, some other highlights, boss. But 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 let but let's let it run. Or let's let it run. So here he is in a slot again. Uh, very very quick feet. Low lights. <laughs> yeah, low lights. Very, very very quick feet. All right. That's a natural pick. Okay. So he got picked, right? And so he got picked. Yeah, he got picked on that play. Yeah. Fight through it though. All right. So here he is again. Yeah, he top of the screen. Here he is coming downhill and, uh, you know, in on the tackle, man. I mean, good job, man, sticking his nose in there. Uh, you know, not bad. So, not bad there. All right, here Last he is again one. at the top of the screen. Break down Trufant as an option. Who is this guy? All right. This is Desmond Trufant. Uh oh, Trufant. Here we go. Got, so He just so, got cut by the Chicago Bears, so I don't have his recent tape. No doubt <laughs> I looked at his injury history. But, you know, that's throw, throw, this, throw this tape away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I saw, I saw totally, totally different, but I ain't gonna even get into it. I ain't gonna start fighting big. But but no, because boss cow, but wait a second, just about 30 seconds. You the you the cornerback. So so tell me. I'm just looking at what my eyeballs see. Tell me, am I missing something? Uh what did you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. he just has a tendency to lean on what's called a speed turn. Mm -hmm. So it's a couple of ways you can kind of transition your body. You can transition with a speed turn, or you can do it where you come across your body, like where you pivot, where you still keep everything in front. So that's a, it's risky when you speed turn because it creates almost like driving a blind spot, right? So receivers and great receivers know how to play on that, and they get you to turn yeah. so that they can hit you with a blind spot. <laughs> and that's why on occasion you can saw that he called separation playing with their speed turn that's something that you can coach out of somebody and sometimes you depend on it so much because it sometimes work to perfection but you got to know you're gonna have that blind spot what i saw with the film is i saw what i saw in college he had some of the best stops in the lead feet even though he might have lost a little bit of a step i was just thinking right now just just throwing this out here just throwing this out here what about him? Because a lot of people might say we don't like him as the player, but would you like him as a slot? Or would you like him as a potential outside corner over Anthony Brown? I mean, Especially you, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, that ain't, yeah. that's a no brainer. That if he's better than the options that you have. So yeah, and he's a veteran. Right. But to me, boss, he's still going to get cooked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. he ain't the true find that he was. He and not. I feel like a lot of times these players, after a while, just my opinion, that they've been in the league a little bit, then that reputation kind of precedes them and they really not that guy anymore. But because it's true find and he been doing it, let's go ahead and go after him. But uh, it, it looked like he'd been slipping the last few years and I feel like them injuries have really robbed him of what he used he to be. But it's, if you're looking at him over Anthony Brown, Hell to the yeah. Yes. But you oh, know what, what I'm saying? Nipple? I mean, Maurice Kennedy is playing good in that spot yeah, right there. Right. And yeah. I, but you know what? Right, They're playing right. that politic game right now with Jordan Lewis and them Facts. because right yeah. now both of them is making more money than Maurice Kennedy, and they just both got re-signed. And since Maurice Kennedy is a cheaper option, that's why the only reason why Jordan Lewis is starting over him because as much as I love Jay Lou, there ain't no way in hell he should be starting in the slot. 
yep. right now. Based one. on what we're talking about performance of what we've seen. Yeah. Was you was time. at camp. I mean, y'all was there. I didn't get to see him because he was injured. <laughs> How did he look? Because they said he got some tip balls. Did he look better than Kennedy? He dropped y'all a couple both of interceptions. Yeah, and he got that. Yeah, he got his hands on the ball. Mm -hmm. Like, Jordan Lewis, I actually feel comfortable with in the slot. I think because the last day, Kennedy played outside corner and he got a pick. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking it's a couple of ways we can kind of play Tetris with this, right? So you always said this big, which I'm going to go back to that. Just switch Anthony Brown with Jordan Lewis. Lewis on the outside, Anthony Brown on the inside. That alone makes they us They will never do it. It would be better I'm if just they saying did ways it like we that. get us better. Yeah. Right? If they or, would do it like that, it would be better for Jordan Lewis. Right. And the Cowboys. And that's always yeah, been your point. So then let's let's play some more musical chairs that to me would make more sense than Anthony Brown on the outside. How about Jordan Lewis on the outside, Kennedy on the inside? If you want to get <sighs> real, 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 real ugly, keep Jordan Lewis on the inside. I just, I just on honestly, I feel like, look, dog, they this is just what frustrating with me with Jordan Lewis is because his best season was when he played outside Facts. His best season to date was when he played on the outside. Facts. I feel like he plays with more confidence on the outside. Facts. He plays more aggressive. You see his more aggressive nature. Facts. You see that, 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 that scrappiness like no other. I just feel like they always say they're Jordan Lewis great in the slot. Nah, I'm, I'm in my opinion. No, he's not. He better on the outside and you should put, like you said, put Anthony Brown in there, but you know what? Don't even put, Anthony Brown out there, dog. Like, why we gotta right. keep on doing the Orlando Scandrick thing with him and let him get three contracts? I ain't money, money po pocket watching nothing like that. But come on, dog. But, but big game, James. Would, would, you know we'd be bad off if you had Trevin Diggs starting a Jordan Lewis on the outside and Maurice Kennedy. Would you be like mad at that, resident Anthony Brown out there? Those labels hard to pull off, but James. You ever try to pull that label would off? Would you be wrong? mad? I'm asking y'all. Law, law and OC. Yeah. Would y'all be mad at that? Nah, would y'all be mad at that? I, I would rather Lou on the would outside. Would you be mad at it, OC? Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm I'm fine with that. I mean, because back to the point that we were talking about at the beginning of the show, right? Mm -hmm. The best players should play, right? The best players who's performed well should play. So Kennedy is a guy that should play. Jay Lou is a guy that should play. And I've said this for almost a year now. Jay Lou is a football player. He's going to compete. Right, and that's who I want out there. He's not going go. He's not going to go out there and give up the ghosts easily. He's going to fight and compete. Right, so I trust him ghosts. to play inside, inside <laughs> right. or outside. Right. It, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so me, so, so we know for years now that Anthony Brown will give up the ghost. And he I will. He will commit right. his. He will. <laughs> he will. He will commit his. Commit his spirit to the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, so, so he's gonna give it up. You know what I'm saying? He he ain't fighting for life. You know what I'm saying? We want somebody that's fighting for life out there. And to me, man, I mean, those those are good options. So I'm good with that. Play yeah. So, I mean, he just the first thing thing with me with Anthony Brown is like we know what it is, and I feel like we don't even really try to talk about you, Anthony Brown. Oh. Nobody tries to talk about you. I think we try to be, hey, let's try to get. I think we really try in our hearts try to give you a chance, but every time it's a highlight, dog, and I ain't trying to even make it. It's you. It's always you. <laughs> hey, hey boss. It, it, I'm not trying to not. It, can't every camera highlight got to be on you? They ain't doing it on 
on purpose. They can't be singling you out. Right. It's always on you. And we always seeing the same thing, though. You, yeah. He ain't going to get no better. I don't know what the Cowboys. He knows somebody in that organization. He, mm. he cool with somebody up in there. Dog, he cool with somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. He knows somebody. He knows where the bodies are at, right? Hey, week one, you got Evans. Who you, who you got on him? Oh, Jesus. Who y'all got on him? Diggs oh God. or Brown? My God. Oh, oh my God. Diggs. They're going to look. Diggs. Diggs. Chris Godwin. Who you got on Chris? Let's see. Jay Lou. Let him fight it out. I have to put Jay Lou. Yeah. Him. yeah. Put Jay Lou on him. Let him thug it out. AB. Who you got on AB? That's I mean, a problem. We ain't got no choice. <laughs> we ain't got That's no choice. Kennedy, you gonna we got to hope AB is on that weird stuff that, that Sunday. He on that yakky yak or something. Yakety yak. Yeah. Kennedy. Kennedy. Put Kennedy on it. OJ and Yeah, Grunk. Kennedy will fight with him. OJ and Grunk, what you got? Oh, we got Parsons and them boys. Parsons and them boys. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so it's good. Par- Parsons and Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Parsons and Neil. Parsons and Neil. Okay, yeah, so and Neil's playing good at that linebacker spot. He's, he, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, yeah. So there you go, You better, get, you, you better get a jam. Jam. You better get a jam on Gronk. Don't don't let him get off clean. You better not let him run off that line down the seam clean. He go tear you up. You better get a jam oh, on him. Jam. Hey, listen, y'all. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. I, we literally let this whole offseason go by with Anthony Brown as a star court. And, 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 and they was and that was entrenched. Hey, he was entrenched. With, with what Law said, knowing Mike Evans is coming, but, knowing Antonio Brown is coming. Hey, we let that happen, and we focused on linebacker. Hey, boss, did you see Osiris Mitchell, that last practice? Put Cox out there. Did you see Osiris Mitchell made Brown his baby? Did you see Osiris oh, undrafted rookie? Hey, it just Osiris Mitchell is going to be guy. good, Law. But, but, Law, yeah. that's the one cut. If we can get anybody back on that practice squad besides Carter, that is my guy I want. Mitchell. He got some juice, dog. He got some good feet. He is big as hell. He like 6'4", almost 6'5", like <laughs> almost 230. He got good feet. He just needs seasoning. I know they like the TJ Vasher, dog, but that Osiris Mitchell, dog, keep our eye on him. Please, 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 please. Yeah. I got some more, but I'm tired, man. <laughs> I'm words. tired, too. This was a good yeah, episode, though, words. man. Yeah, that's definitely And, and, and we're not being negative, episode. by the way. We're we going to beat the hell out of the Bucks, but We just but brought we positivity did, we back. We just brought it back. Yeah, we brought it back, you know. We brought it back like sexy. We brought we brought, yeah. we, we brought oh, positivity back, back like you know. sexy. Yeah, yeah. I say uh, this, because I'm going to start the final work this time, you know, because I always long with So I'm going to say this. How we play the books and the physicality is going to be up to us. It's going to be up to us Do we come in that environment and we play real cowboy football where we put that cape on and we fly around like Superman. Mm-hmm. Now, if we do that, we go slap them books. But we do got some liabilities that's in that secondary and we're not fronting on that, you know? So, you know you're going to be able to trust Dak. Dak will do his thing. Y'all stay on the lookout. The OC will be dropping the keys to beating Tampa. He already did it, but he just got to drop it. Um, but, yeah, my final word is, yeah, how we come out against Tampa is going to be up to us. Yeah. To us. 
So my my final word is that, man, hey, um, and I'll, I'll give this one away again in case you didn't hear it earlier. Physicality versus the Bucks. Um, we have the ability to go down there and beat the Bucks, but we got to come out focused and with an intent of heart and mind as a unit. And if we do that, I mean, we'll be very successful against the Bucks, man. That's my final word. Yeah. Well, you know, laws, uh -uh, law, you know, you get that final word. So me, I'm going to go ahead and just say um, physicality, definitely. But for me, just thinking about this bus game, turnovers. Um, turnover is going to be key in this game if the Cowboys can really win that turnover battle. And uh, time of possession. I'm, I'm looking at time of possession. That's going to be key, too. So that's a couple of key things that's sticking out to me with this Bucks winning that turnover game in that time of possession. If Dallas can really, with the physicality part comes into it, if they can keep the ball for long drives, wear that defense down, that'll be good for the Cowboys later on. Cowboys can definitely win. Nobody's saying they ain't got the talent, but too many times we've seen the talent not make wins. Now the talent and the wins got to match each other. Yes, and, and when we talk about all of this stuff, man, it, it's not how big you are. We understand that. Bruce Lee said it only takes two pounds of pressure to break a knee. And mm. we just got to know how to mm. strike. It's going to be the young phenom, Kellen Moore versus Todd Bowles, who never sleep. And what we're trying to give you guys, that yes, Goliath is in the building, but you got to go find that smooth stone to be prepared. Mm. You see, when mm. David fought Goliath, he had to say, man, I got to take off all of these shields. I got to take off the helmet <laughs> because it's weighing me down. But he Ooh. went and found a smooth rock, not a rugged rock. Preach it. But see, the smooth rock was able to be able to go in that slingshot. And when it was released, say it. the projections of the rock was able to win. And he was able to get Say there that. and hit Goliath. <laughs> but y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't going to like me tonight. But the battle wasn't over then. Didn't you guys know that after David, a lot of people don't know this, after he slew Goliath, Goliath had brothers. Mm -hmm. Goliath had brothers mm -hmm. that was trying to come after him too. So David had to continue to reinvent himself. He had to continue to move. I come here to tell you, Cowboy Nation, even if we win this battle, we got to continue to reinvent ourselves. We got to continue to find smooth rocks. We got to continue to make sure that our mind is right. This Dallas Cowboys team, Cowboy Nation, with my final word, have to rest on Ezekiel Elijah Elliott for the first few weeks. Have to rest on Tony Pollard for the first few weeks. Got to give Dak a time to get into the groove of things. This defense got to wake up and take turnovers and takeaways. We may not be the dog nasty defense week one, but doggin', I come here to tell you that these young dogs, don't these well, young dogs, are going to be able to well, shake it up and get uh, out there to make yeah. some plays on the latter part of the season. And newsflash, Cowboy Nation, guess what? Yeah, yeah. That's when you won. That's when you want uh -huh. to get hot. You don't want uh -huh. to get hot now. 
Now, I say want it, you to sir. turn to your neighbor and say, it's time to get hot in the later end of the season. <laughs> it's time to get hot in the later end of I might make a t-shirt. Get hot in December. That's what I'm going to do. Make a t-shirt. Wear it on the show. Get hot in December. It's already hot in December. Get hot in December. That's why the That's why the was last. That's why he lands. That's why he lands. Oh, Yo, baby. Lord. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> They're smooth rock. <laughs> Say, man, listen, listen, man. The only thing I can do now is just hit that button, bro. Yeah, you can't finish off of that, man. Y'all stay up. Don't miss the yeah. final words with the OC, Big Game James, Boss Cowboy, and Law Nation. You win. With special guest, Tom Downey. August 31st, 2021 at 8 o'clock central. Tom Downey. Yeah, I stopped the stream.